From Reductress, I'm Rachel Winitsky, and this is the Reductress Minute. On this week's episode, we'll hear pieces read by Sam Reese, Monique Moses, and Shalia Evans. Finally, we sit down with the entire bridal party for a lesbian couple that just got married and, get this, the bridal party is entirely comprised of exes. But first, let me introduce my incredible co-host for today, Sarah Papalardo. Shut up. I am not incredible. You are incredible. Um, Sarah, how's your week so far? It's been good. I got back from D.C. where I went to the March for Our Lives. Amazing. Um... It was really amazing. It was super inspiring. Uh, I got to chant a lot of chants. Mm. Um, the last time I went down there, I was I was speaking way too much and lost my voice. So now mm-hmm. I'm trying to kind of like chant and um, protest using my diaphragm. Oh, amazing. It's working out well. Now that we're protesting so frequently, um, I've been thinking about maybe offering a vo- like a voice class to women on how to properly support their voice while protesting yeah a lot of people really aren't using their voice correctly Mm -hmm. and it would be really cool if everyone could kind of get on board yeah protest safely sarah do you want to tell us what's trending on reductress this week oh you bet i do here's what's trending on reductress this week woman on tinder just looking for a casual breakup all the barbies you made fuck now have teenage children who want a relationship with you Wow, the house from Full House is totally hot now. And tips to manage your schedule from successful CEOs and polyamorous couples. Ooh, that's actually a really helpful guide. Uh, It tells you how to have a clear plan so you can excel in business or know exactly when your partner is with their partner so you can text them later and not now. Right, right. So I'm not in a polyamorous relationship, but if I was, I could totally see how making a to-do list would help me organize my thoughts or help me remember what to discuss in therapy or couples therapy or my other couples therapy. Totally, totally. (laughs) But like, I would never do that. I mean, (laughs) why would I want two husbands, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Two girlfriends? You gotta be kidding me. Now, some news from our thoughts section. I'm slowly learning who I am, and honestly, I don't care for her. And how I got everyone to shut the fuck up about their standing desks with my standing toilet. You know, that last one really got me. Yeah, it's pretty cool that it inspired you to install a standing toilet in our office. Yep, I'm using it right now. I'm done. Oop. Um, are we... Okay, I'm good. So winter is finally over, but that doesn't mean the cold weather hasn't made our skin dry, itchy, and thirsty as hell. Here to read My Skin is So Thirsty It Fucked My Upstairs Neighbor is Monique Moses. This winter seems like it's never going to end, and my skin is definitely paying the price. It's been so dry and itchy that it feels like no matter how much I moisturize, it doesn't make a difference. But last week, my skin was so thirsty... It totally crossed a line. It walked upstairs, knocked on my neighbor's door, and then fucked him. I mean, what the fuck? I was just sitting on my couch watching TV when suddenly I felt a super weird sensation. I thought I was running a fever or something because I felt tingly all over, but then I realized what was happening. 
my skin was peeling off my body and sliding toward the door. I was like, wait! But it just kept going, right out the door, then upstairs where it had hard, passionate sex with my upstairs neighbor, Rob. I know this because I could hear it from below where I was sitting, totally filleted and bleeding on my couch. What a thirsty bitch. I've always had problems with dry skin. I've even gone to dermatologists and tried prescription strength treatments, but nothing works. And now, as a result, my skin started its own Instagram that's nothing but selfies, and I can't look my goddamn neighbor in the eyes. My skin came back downstairs and remerged with my body, which is great, but I'm still pretty mad. I don't want to slut shame, but I wish my skin wasn't just a thirsty hoe who wanted to get with the first guy whose presence it seemed to preternaturally sense. Plus, Rob is unemployed, and his mom pays his rent. I wish my thirsty-ass skin had some standards. The worst part is that I kind of had a thing for Rob a while back, but now he's sort of dating my skin, and I'm like, okay, Rob, that's cool. Plus, it's really painful every time my skin slips off my bones so it can go fuck Rob. I just can't wait for winter to be over so the humidity can come back and take care of my cracking, dry, thirsty skin. Although I do shudder at the thought of what my wet, supple skin might get up to. Ugh. My skin is such a fucking bitch! Thanks to Monique Moses for reading that piece, and thanks to Hannah Solo for that headline. Monique can be seen on IFC's Comedy Cribs, and you can find her on Twitter at, at Nutella Cartel. So this week, Stormy Daniels was on 60 Minutes, and... Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Rachel, Woo! Rachel, are you okay? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just... You know, you know how, um, well, you know how I decided I would start hydrating more? Yeah, you've been talking about it nonstop. Yeah, well, so I think it's making me pee a lot. No kidding. <laughs> so good thing I installed this standing toilet. <laughs> you know, this is a 20-minute podcast. You could just, like, sit. Nope. Anyway, one of the hardest things we have to do as a woman is call 911. How are you supposed to report an emergency without sounding like you're super full of yourself? Here to read self-deprecating intros for when you call 911 is Sam Reese. Whether it's smelling smoke, getting in a car accident, or having a health emergency, many of us girls have had some reason or another to call 911 at some point in our lives. Still, there's just no good way to get past the feeling you're hassling the person on the other end of the phone. Because, I mean, (laughs) come on, you're probably just blowing things out of proportion, right? Here are some face-saving intros for the next time you call to report that someone's face is on fire. I am so sorry to bother you. I wasn't sure uh, who to call about this, but a man broke into my house and is robbing me? Opening with an apology is key for letting someone know you are sorry. You don't want the operator to think you're some jerk barging into their life with some intense problem for them to solve, do you? That's just selfish. If you don't start with an unconfident apology, you might just deserve to be robbed since you're probably robbing that 911 dispatcher of a fun conversation with their coworker. Honestly, this is so dumb and probably nothing, but a plane just crashed in my backyard. How often have you been wrong in your life? A lot, right? 911 operators deal with a lot of false alarms. Are you sure the winged craft that just zoomed past your bedroom window and erupted into a fireball was a plane? What are you, a plane expert? No. Show some humility by allowing for the possibility that you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. 
Okay, so first off, I can be a total drama queen. Ask anyone. It's my least good quality, and I'm trying to change it, like meditate and whatever, but um, I've been shot. We all have our flaws. Some of these flaws affect emergency services personnel more than others. You are known for having feelings that sometimes exist or are strong, which is a huge hassle for others. Acknowledging that you are known to blow things out of the water by expressing urgent needs is a great way to introduce yourself as a potential rescue. Also, bullets are, like, super small, so... How bad can being shot actually hurt? Typical you, making a huge deal out of something the size of a bullet. Hi, so I know you guys are busy and you work super hard. My aunt is an EMT and she tells us all the time about how crazy people will call for whatever reason, and I work in customer service, so, like, I totally feel you. But a lot of snakes are biting me over and over, sort of. There's nothing like empathizing with someone's difficult job to make them open to what it is you have to say. Let them know about your relative or friend or high school boyfriend's dad who worked in a branch of their profession, and they might just hear you out. Emergency services will thank you if you're not dead by the time you work up the courage to call. What were you even doing in that canyon anyway? Use these conversation starters the next time you feel like hassling the good, hardworking folks at 911. Thanks again to Sam Reese for reading that piece written by Anna Dresden. Sam is one half of the wonderful duo Girls with Brown Hair and is also on Twitter at, at Samantha Reese. That's Samantha with three A's at the end, obviously. It's really good to have you back at eye level, Rachel. Yeah, I got kind of tired of standing on my standing toilet, so I moved back to my sitting toilet. Anyway. Here is, sorry I didn't respond to your text, I get overwhelmed by simple tasks, read by Shalia Evans. Sorry I didn't respond to your text, I get overwhelmed by simple tasks. Hey, sorry I didn't respond to your text, I mean to respond to you sooner, but I get completely paralyzed by performing simple tasks, like responding to you on a consistent basis. I feel really bad because I totally saw your text. I've actually barely looked up from my phone since the day I was born when I grabbed my mom's Nokia as I slid out of the womb. The real reason I didn't answer is that I get overwhelmed at the thought of completing a brief task that should be effortless but actually makes me want to hide my phone in the pantry. (laughs) Sorry, I suck. But if I'm being honest, I'm not even bad at texting. I'm great at it. When I get around to replying, I know exactly what to say. But when it comes to actually completing a simple but important task like reading emails, taking the trash out, scheduling a doctor's appointment, throwing out trash, or deciding what I want for lunch, I have a major internal breakdown. Eek! Ploop! Please don't hate me. I'm the worst. You might think I got overwhelmed because I didn't have time to answer your text, but I actually always have time, even when I'm at work. My day job has essentially become a place where I just get paid by the hour to check my phone. So I'm sorry I didn't respond. I just get overwhelmed by the minimal effort it would require to type absolutely anything back, even a simple BRB. Ah, I'm so sorry. Drink soon? Oh, you already texted me about getting drinks? Sorry. I just got so stressed by you asking what's up that I repeatedly hit my phone with a hammer that I always keep in my backpack in case people text me or I get otherwise stressed out. So I actually don't even have a phone anymore. I'm typing this into iMessenger right now. Anyway, I hope you get this text. I'm sorry it's like 10 texts long, but please respond immediately or I'll walk into a lake Virginia Wolf style because I assume that you hate me and my body will go into stress overload. <laughs> Thanks. Hope things are going well with you too. 
Wow, <laughs> she really is the worst. And of course, thanks again to Shalia for reading and thanks to Taryn Englehart for writing this piece. You've seen Shalia on MTV's Girl Code and you can find her on Twitter at, at Shalia Evans. That's all the news for this week. But before we go, here at Reductress, we love to celebrate inspiring women. A few weeks back, we mentioned a piece from our site, Ah, These Lesbians Bridal Party is Comprised Entirely of Exes. Well, we were so inspired by that incredible story that we decided to reach out to that bridal party. And believe it or not, we have them all here with us today. Thanks for being here, everyone. Hi. Hey. Welcome. So, Courtney and Amanda got married last month, and you were all their bridesmaids? Uh, yeah. yeah. So who used to date Courtney? Me I did. did. Me, too. Me too. And who dated Amanda? I kind of sort of did. We were engaged. So. Oh, my God. Heartwarming. And it didn't feel awkward to watch your exes get married to each other? No. I mean, um, I was dating Amanda, and Danny was dating Court, and me and Danny were roommates, and that's how they met. So it, it actually felt really natural to be there. That's so sweet. And Danny, you were also a bridesmaid, correct? Yeah, but I'm dating Meg now. We just got engaged. Oh, oh my God. Congrats, Mazel Tov. Is anyone here going to be in uh, their wedding? I'm I'm the I minister. am. <laughs> I am. Yeah, pretty much everyone here, actually. Also, Courtney and Amanda are going to be reading the lyrics to 32 Flavors in the ceremony. Sweet. I love that song. And I'll be playing a Tegan and Sarah cover on my dulcimer while they walk down the aisle. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and um, me and Meg dated, but Danny, we just hooked up, like, once or twice, right? Once or twice? I think it was twice. Yeah, I think twice. Well, thanks for coming by today, ladies. Uh, do you have any advice for other women out there who still maintain a strong bond with their exes? Yeah, I just think it's really important to not compare your current partner to your past partners. Um, even if, you know, you've all kind of slept with each other, it's just important to keep those things kind of separate. But also together, like, you should stay friends. Yeah, and, like, if a photo of the two of you pops up on your Facebook memory timeline and you're feeling kind of, like, um, guilt awkward about it or whatever, just, like, uh, print that picture out and, like, send it to them and be like, hey, um, I love and you. And you know all of their secrets and vulnerabilities, so, like, don't be afraid to use that. Yeah, that's so important. That was so inspiring. I can't even get my exes to come to my birthday. Wait, Sarah, are you? Straight? Oh my god. Maybe I am. Wow. Beautiful. Well, thanks for spending a minute with us. If you have another minute, visit us at reductress.com for more incredible content, including five sexual fantasies that are you getting a good night's sleep for fucking once, how to learn to trust again after he reveals his name is actually his middle name, and quiz, sex in the city fans, which one are you, sex or the city? Thank you to our amazing readers, Sam Reese, Monique Moses, and Shalia Evans, and our writers, Anna Dresden, Hannah Solo, and Taryn Englehart. And of course, to the inspiring bridal party played by everyone who works in our office. Bye, babies! Squint your eyes and look closer. I'm never seen you in your ambition. I am a poster girl with no poster. I am 30, two flavors, and then some. And I'm beyond your river of vision. And so you might wanna turn your head Cause someday you might find you are hungry And eating most of the words you just said <laughs> I don't think I was with the track <laughs>